I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In 2017, the world endured one of the greatest injustices of all time when filming of the third installment of the Sex and the City movies was abruptly and inexplicably shut down. Months later, here we sit reeling from a lack of closure and struggling with questions that we'll never be able to answer. Living in a world where we're so callously robbed of the final chapter we all deserved is something I simply cannot stand for. Therefore, I, Lara Marie Shanehalls, am taking matters into my own hands, and I'm saving Sex in the City 3. Welcome back to another episode of Saving Sex in the City 3. The world may be ending all around us, but that doesn't stop us from the mission at hand. And with me today is the one, the only, Blythe Marks. Hello. <laughs> I like your like news anchor, a bit of like a delay in between <laughs> response. People tell me I have like a very adept and like proficient phone voice and like mm-hmm. presenter voice and I di- I've done public speaking my entire like teenage and adult life so I think it comes naturally and I can't like turn it off so <laughs> it's really good it is a great presenter voice I also like that you call it a presenter because that's very Brit of you thank you um <laughs> <laughs> I mean I could do the whole podcast in like a crazy British Australian like mangled accent but I'm not going to make my podcast debut that way. Maybe there will be characters that are of Brit or Australian descent and it will give you an opportunity to like work that in seamlessly. I love your cracked out Australian (laughs) accent that you always It's so crazy because I can imagine exactly who that person is. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we'll get there. Totally. Um, So... Where do you stand on like the SJP, like Kim Cattrall feud and like where do your feelings lie as far as like how justice can be served and how we can get like this movie back up and running? I think that it's so interesting seeing every one of the four cast members like trajectory since then. Like I was just look, and this is not related to SJP or Kim Cattrall, but I was just looking up this show that Kristen Davis is hosting. Have you seen it? It's like a bunch of men trying to get one woman pregnant. Like they're trying to convince. I heard about like, this. Yeah, they're trying to convince her to choose him to give her his sperm. Just like as a sperm donor, she's like forty, so she's like the time is near and the clock is ticking and like I needed 
like alpha daddy sperm donor. Wow. So what do they have like physical competitions and like brain, like brain yes. competitions, like, yes. and they like be analyzed and Kristen Davis is there just the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's such a turn from Charlotte. So, wow. I actually love that. I love that the men are like, that they would care about this enough. Like, no, are they all their all ages of men? Yes. And like all races. That's really advanced. I know. I'm like, this is like a woke show in a bad way. It's a terrible premise for a show, but it's, it's also insane. maybe the best premise for a show. Yeah. I'm like, if we're going to go like, just like gangbang polygamy and like polyamory, like on The Bachelor, let's just go full out and just talk about getting pregnant. Yeah. Do they, um, so then does one person one sperm donor get eliminated each week or each episode? I didn't get that far. Okay. Cause I was so scared. And also seeing, uh, Kristen Davis, like at the age that she is now, cause I chicken in her the least, mm-hmm. I think she's probably the least visible. Um, I don't know. I was like, ideally to ratchet up the stakes, they would just get like chemically castrated every week. <laughs> I love that. You will never give anyone your sperm. Your sperm has been deemed toxic. Yeah. And now you'll pay the price. I know it is really jarring to see them age because to me, all the ladies seem so ageless. So even in Sex in the City 2, I remember watching it and being like, "They're they're older than when we first all got to know each other. Yeah. And like, I was just looking at, I think it was with, some like ugly British presenter. Um, and Kim Cattrall was like, I'm 61. This is like right after everything was falling out. She's like, I'm 61. This chapter is closed. And I kind of sympathize with her. I get that. When she puts it, when she puts it like that, you can't really yeah. argue with it. Particularly when you see that she's not this like cougar sex fiend. She's like a monogamous uh, jazz scatter in her spare yeah. time. Mm-hmm. She's very different from, I think, her character. Yeah. I'm very much like a, I think I'm team Kim because I love privacy. Mm-hmm. Though I do love SJP's like Met Gala antics. That's when I really check in on her. Yeah. And, and I, I think- enjoy her friendship with Andy Cohen. Yeah. And like I, I enjoy her Instagram presence. She does kind yeah. of like warped poetry captions. Does she still have just her like close up blurry shot of her eyeball as her icon? I'm pretty sure she does. Yeah. That's like, that's iconic to me. Mm-hmm. So she gets like Kim Cattrall's personality, but Sarah Jessica Parker's icon make them neck and neck. So I can't choose. I know it's hard. It's like, it's really, I just hope that once all the dust settles, they just decide the most important thing would be to push forward with a Sex in the City 3 movie. Like, I know. Put all I'm- their differences aside. And it doesn't even need to be like a big apology or anything. It just needs to be like, look, we both have said and done things. Let's just keep moving forward. I've built it into my plot in a way that will make them come back for at least one more. And we'll mm-hmm. squash. We'll hopefully squash the beef because one of them is going to die. Okay. Amazing. Let, and that's a perfect seamless transition into now you telling me your log lines for each of the girls. Okay. One day this just came, this was, I've had this in my notes app on my phone for like six months, maybe. 
And I've been probably every night secretly praying for this moment. So I'm so happy. You manifested it. I did. I've been thinking about it and like my twisted saw level labyrinth of pain (laughs) that I'm going to inflict (laughs) upon these characters and actresses. (laughs) Because I I just started in preparation for this, like just in the past week, like rewatching the show and I'm like, these women are insufferable. They're pretty bad. Yeah. They like, yeah. These characters are so like watching as much as I love Miranda and Steve, like they're my favorite couple on the show, watching them in their tiny laundry room at Brady's birthday party and having them instantly agree to break up with their significant others and get back together. I was like, this is, they're so committed to how like weird their TV characters are. And I liked that. Weirdly, I understood that because I rewatched that episode recently, too. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, they belong together. I was like, this is incredibly messy. And they probably could have done it differently because they're really gonna hurt these people that they're in like serious relationships with. For sure. And I'm and planning think- on coming back. <laughs> oh, I'm good. Pl- I'm bringing back some like, really deep cut iconic characters. So we'll get there. Fantastic. Uh, so for Samantha, because to me, she's like become my favorite character. Mm-hmm. She's the most independent and she doesn't gripe about her dealings with men. She just gets on with it. And I love it. She's a little bit sociopathic in that way, but it's fine. So this is very much like a COVID context movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking it's going to be a movie that's like so woke. It's wrong. Okay. Like, t- like, Netflix algorithm levels of just throwing anything at the wall to get people's attention. (laughs) It could maybe even premiere on Netflix because there's not going to be any movies still open. Yeah. No more movie theaters in the future. So they ink a deal with Netflix, which is a shocking upset to everyone at HBO that they worked with for years and a real fuck you to HBO max, but it drums up a lot of publicity and like gets everyone just like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And like Netflix gets huge numbers. It's like friends level. Yeah. Um, so Samantha, she's become an angel investor and majority stakeholder and like an only fans like website. Okay that's become within the context of coronavirus, like the leader in amateur porn, because of course she would do that. Yeah. She's a dark queen. Smart. Very smart of her. And also I like her getting into the tech space. Yes. Other guests have talked about her, like setting up a website or having a web series. And it's like, she would get into like grifting randos from the Midwest amateur porn careers Mm -hmm. and making them to stars. Maybe she even has like a compound in LA like a move like yeah she has like a cam girl house or something but it's just for like hot sexy random people all over the world where they can come and like land to launch their careers and i think it's even she i would even go so far as to say like she scouts them based on like the only fans what do we call her website by the way do you have a name for her website no, I was wondering. I kind of left that blank because I wanted to come okay, up with that. I got to think of it. Yeah, it'll come to us. But like she scout, I think that she scouts people from her website and then makes them into superstars because there is now no barrier into Hollywood star. No, yeah, and like these people are com- becoming actors. They're becoming musicians. Mm-hmm. 
And Whereas also what better way to know if someone has sex appeal than to watch them having sex? Yeah. And her first big client on the website, Smith. <gasps> wow. Has and his he, star tarnished in the meantime? Like, has he? No, he reverse engineers, improves that he can be a movie star and be an amateur porn god. Okay. Wow. Okay. So then it, it, but it like knocks down the walls between like, oh, you can't, he's like a very James Franco kind of forward thinker in that way. Yeah. Like he kind of is so earnest and sweet with Samantha. So he, that carries over into this movie. Okay, great. People just love him. And in the meantime, Miranda has shifted her focus to become like a human rights lawyer because Cynthia Nixon would require that to happen. Mm-hmm especially given like her disaster of a gubernatorial campaign. Yeah. In New York. She's now at like the crunchy human rights law firm. Cause I think in the second movie she left and she left her kind of like more buttoned up one and ended up at one that does like drinks on the terrace, like for Friday happy hour. So I think we could just even say that's like now a huge human rights law firm. Yeah. I mean, she's like getting, knee deep in like crazy landmark cases around the globe that have mm-hmm. global implications, women's rights and feminists. She's like in, she's now like best friends with Amal Clooney. Oh, <gasps> like they're very tight. They text a lot. And I think even like Carrie could be a little bit jealous of that friendship or they make, they make oh. uh, references to now Miranda's like Miranda's leveled up and is like chic Amal and George levels. Yeah. Like, her friends are, like, Amal Clooney, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, mm-hmm. Malala. She's gotten profiled. Maybe Miranda was on the cover of Vogue. Like, Miranda's, like, reached that upper echelon of, like, getting noticed by, like, Anna Wintour. Yeah. Amazing. It's, like, okay. a suite of, like, female, high-powered businesswomen, and she's one of them. Mm-hmm. But she's on the front cover, not the fold-out. The front cover of Vogue's The Business Issue period yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) and while living queen feminist like woke bay life brady has become an incel i love it (laughs) i don't know if it's been brought up before but i just imagine him being like this angry redhead millennial child just screaming Mm -hmm. especially at his mom and just retreating from the earth and becoming a dark web king yeah we need to talk about brady (laughs) exactly (laughs) that could be one of the taglines for this movie Mm -hmm. and it's just like a lock of red hair and you don't know if it's miranda's or brady's yeah and he's like maybe hell-bent on destruction or has he's like i feel like he might be trying to organize some sort of attack of Uh some sort Yes, that Mm -hmm. goes into where I think I want the ending to be. So we'll get there. Okay. Um, All I have is like the beginning and the end. Everything else, I have no fucking clue. That's what this podcast is for. We figure it out. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Carrie has also shifted into like a Carly Scortino kind of writing adventure. So she's not writing for Vogue. She's writing for like the cut into the gloss like she's like killing the millennial gen z target demographic 
Okay, they're all about her, and she's really, like, she's found a new niche. Yeah, and she's recently started writing a lot about sex trafficking. Okay. In, like, random cities around the country. And it's kind of in, like, a savior kind of way. So -hmm. she's controversial. I I would see Carrie even also like getting really into she gets like fascinated by the Epstein case. Oh, yeah. And so she now is like going to look into it. Like she's been a bit on a sex trafficking beat, like maybe wrote a couple things for like the New York times or like whatever. But now like with this Epstein thing, she's like, wait a second. Like there's more to this than like meets the eye. She's kind she of going has- into like really like intense journalism. But she has a serial, like a serial like podcast about the Epstein case. Yeah. And she's like constantly updating and like she's making it her mission to like expose as many Epstein affiliates as possible. And maybe like she she finds (gasps) Ghislaine. I think Ghislaine Maxwell is in Sex and the City 3. She's in it. She's absolutely in it. It might. She might not be played by herself, but she's in it. Yeah. We can cast her and go out to her. Like, this is how we find her is we say, like, hey, we have an amazing, like, Hollywood opportunity for you. And then we lure her into agreeing to be in the movie. And then when we meet for the first, like, script read, we get the FBI to capture Ghislaine. And then we just (laughs) cast a new person as Ghislaine. (laughs) Yes. There's there's another set of PR for the Mm -hmm. movie. Yeah. And it's great. Like, already... This is like the huge. This is a movie that will like upset the system and heal the system, and then re-upset yeah. the system again. Like James Cameron will forcibly retire. Yeah. So like already, let's see. In our world, this movie has gone to Netflix, which I imagine even the opening, you know, like because the opening of like the HBO shows is so iconic with the like. Oh, It goes like I feel like Netflix would do like an extra fuck you to HBO and be like, and then just morph into a big N and then be like, and like just upset just to like add salt to the wound. So we have that news. Then we've also captured Ghislaine. And so that is great. And then now it's like the movie hasn't even come out yet. And literally like 250 million people are just waiting to press play. Yeah. Okay, so what do you see Charlotte's journey as being? Okay, Charlotte is, for me, the linchpin of this movie, strangely Mm -hmm. enough, because she's maybe, like, my least favorite character of the four. So it was interesting watching her, like, go all in each time, like, for Trey and then Harry. Like, Mm -hmm. just going in. And I think at this point, she's gone past being all in and has like overshadowed Harry's Judaism and has become like a full tilt Zionist Jew for Israel. <laughs> <laughs> like she is an influencer. She's raising money for APAC. She's like flying to Israel every other week. Mm-hmm. And she's closely tied with the Likud party in Israel. And I'm like probably going to get shot for this because <laughs> someone is going to listen to this and like tell someone but, like, I am a Jew. I'm just not a Zionist. So <clears throat> the Likud party is, like, the ruling conservative party that Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister, is a part of. Okay. Yeah. She's I'm like, going to need well, a little bit of, like, 
Jew and Palestinian conflict coaching because I do know just like the broad strokes, but this will be a really educational opportunity for me. Yeah. APAC is a Jewish lobbying organization. It's the second biggest lobby after the NRA in the United Mm -hmm. States. Okay, great. they're, They're so powerful. So there's a lot of intrigue here. So I think it could even be said that like Charlotte has Charlotte too has friends in high places. Like she's like in with the Kushner family and like friendly with Ivanka and like she could even have like ties to like other people in the Trump family. And it makes things complicated between her and Miranda and and Miranda because Charlotte and Carrie never know. Like Carrie is going after Trump. She's going after Clinton Mm-hmm. she's like do i use charlotte or do i get rid of her what do i do yeah so there's this tension she doesn't know what to do so carrie has like i like her transition because i think a lot of the times like on the on this podcast carrie's journey is like we make her pay penance for past sins yes. but i like that this time around she's like she's like kind of just funky cool she knows her audience she's like hip and yeah. like I think that we I would love to see her in this light of just being like on the same beat as like her millennial super fans. Yeah, because the resurgence, like obviously everyone loves Miranda. Yeah. And Samantha, but like, yes, her style. So we go back to classic looks and she's become like a Y2K goddess. Mm-hmm. She has like an Instagram, like she has like multiple fan Instagram accounts that like, that are like out, just like dedicated to her outfits that she's photographed in. Yeah. So Charlotte is living her like Israeli princess life. Mm-hmm. Just making moves. And Lily following her mom's influencer footsteps has become like a socialist TikTok teen. (laughs) (laughs) Like she's one of those kids on TikTok that's like talking about overthrowing capitalism and the revolution. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, her mom is like fully a capitalist imperialist monster. Yeah. So Lily is constantly on the verge of like, do I tell people or do I get canceled? Yeah, maybe Lily's identity, like, of who her parents are is really, like, under wraps right now. Because also it's, like, teens aren't really trying – teens aren't as invested in, like, doxing each other, I think, as, like, millennials are. So Lily is, like, still – and maybe even Lily goes just by her first name and middle name or something. Yeah. And she's not, she doesn't like say her last name and really like only the kids at school know, but they're just like, whatever. And nobody knows that she's adopted. Like, Mm -hmm. so for all intents and purposes, she's like fully just this like Chinese American. She's like a second generation, (laughs) like loving Maoism, Mm -hmm. but like complicating it because she is a Gen Z queen. Yeah. And I think Lily is just like on a farm in Israel, like doing teenage grunt work <laughs> for her mom and like so, like charlotte has moved to israel or she like now has the girls in school in israel maybe both i think maybe lily has chosen to stay behind mm-hmm. but rose is like fully just like speak she in the movie she's only speaking in hebrew 
Okay. Rose, I think Lily from like an early age was like, you can't put me on social media to Charlotte. And so Charlotte has never put Lily on any of her like socials. And Lily was able to like get her own social media identity going. And so Charlotte's social media is just like Rose, Charlotte and Harry and Lily is never (laughs) mentioned. Yeah. And she's like fully has like a teenage bedroom that's just like dark and like posters everywhere. Mm -hmm. And like, she also can, she's like starting to get brand deals because she's like, what she'd be like 14 or 15 now. Yeah. She has like, she gets like a sponsorship from like thanks panties. Yeah. She gets like, it's like things like that. Like when she's coming of age or whatever and like kind of teen stuff. Yeah. Whereas Charlotte is like promoting stuff from Blackwater. <laughs> <laughs> so like Lily, like, I think. Dumbest. Yeah. Like Lily could, I think her journey in this movie is maybe she gets outed, like her true identity gets like fully outed. And then reckoned with being like potentially canceled. Mm hmm. And like, and then decide if that she's going to let that like super negatively affect her relationship with her family or if she can like work it into like a takedown. Like she may have a choice. Like Charlotte and Lily may have to do battle in this movie. I think so. I also think <laughs> Lily and Brady are going to battle. Yeah. It's a full battle. Like there's going to be a huge showdown at the end of this. I'm like, people are going to die. <laughs> okay so did you have like a did you have any more like arc kind of notes to address no, before we I like just go have back the, I have the opening okay what's the opening so like, how does the can you do the theme song for me like i it's forget like, how it goes there's like a drone shot like flying over Brooklyn or like mm-hmm. flying over Manhattan and it goes into a window. Like this is like high budget. Yeah. It goes into a window and you hear the theme song. It's like do 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 Hava. <laughs> and you're at a wedding. You're at a Jewish wedding. Okay. And everyone is partying. We go to like a bar. We're at the bar. I'm like, I haven't been to a Jewish wedding in a while. I'm like, do they have bars? I don't know. I'm a bad Jew. So there's a girl sitting at a bar. She's wearing like a light pink tutu. She has blonde curly hair. And someone taps her on the shoulder and you're fully expecting it to be Carrie. It's a Mm -hmm. random actress. But it's the guy leads her by the hand to a back room. The theme song is still playing. Mm -hmm. And we get like deeper and deeper into this like space so it's like seems like it's just at a wedding banquet hall yeah. and then as we farther and farther back like there's like techno music it gets darker there's like led music or led wow. lights and we like see things out of the corner of our eyes it's like the haunted video from beyonce like yeah people are getting like whipped behind doors so this wedding like in banquet space is just a front for like an underground like hardcore yes. techno club yes and we go and like there's a naked girl like maybe this girl gets like strips naked and like lies down on the table and they're like eating cold cuts off her mm-hmm. and you see a mirror and like someone is laying down like rails of coke and they're cutting it and you look at the card that they're cutting it with and it's charlotte's business card <gasps> Whoa, but she's not okay. there and then it like cuts to black wow and so there's like an instant intrigue with like what the fuck is going on 
Mm-hmm. And this is not the sex in the city as you know it. Yeah, this is a darker, grittier version. Yeah. Okay, so Charlotte, I think it could say like her business card could say like Charlotte York and then like her Instagram handle. It's like the oh. it's like the York style or the New York style or something yeah. like that. Where then we can like maybe then so you see her business card, you see like the title say Sex in the City 3 and then maybe it's like you see the actual like on her phone that her profile, like her Instagram profile at the York style and she's scrolling through and you see like all these like lifestyle update pics of like her and Harry next to it or like her trimming like a hydrangea bush or like her like watering plants like out at their like Hampton's house, like her and her classic six with like, rose or whatever playing with toys and so you see kind of like her scrolling her grid and get a sense of like okay this is what charlotte's up to now she has like she has like two million followers and like it's like a whole thing yeah and then it opens up maybe all the girls are at brunch yeah i think it zooms in on one of the pictures and then it turns into like the first real scene of the movie so they're taking a picture and then like you hear Lily off camera being like mom and they're all coming and they go over and all the girls are together for brunch. Yeah. Cause I was even thinking like we, she could scroll through it and then, so you see like what her updates are and then it kind of just the camera widens and you see them at brunch and she's like, my new post isn't doing as well as I thought it would. And then like all the girls are there and that's like an organic way to get into like whatever they're up to now. Yeah. They're all talking about like metrics and like random social media lingo that will like get people in and like yeah. update the movie instantly because it's a big departure from the first movie when Carrie couldn't even operate a website. Yeah. When she like threw her flip phone into the ocean. Yeah. When she yeah. fully was freaking out at the library and not she didn't know how to operate an iphone Mm -hmm. yeah she was like it was not we need to like show that these ladies are up to speed now yeah so charlotte's like my new post isn't getting that much likes and maybe samantha's like well did you try showing a little bit of nip and then she's like samantha she's like like, fully covered from like wrist to knee to like ankle yeah (laughs) and like the row so yeah she and samantha's like what sex sells if anyone knows i know and then charlotte's like just because you like are trafficking like like hot actors and actresses from your website like doesn't mean that you can speak on like my metrics i know and then maybe (laughs) yeah maybe carrie's like um uh, excuse me let's not use that word lightly like (laughs) (laughs) and they're like they all look at Miranda and she's like, "I'm in the middle of a trafficking case right now." Mm-hmm. She's like, "Next time someone is actually trafficked, like, clue me in. I have like a thousand emails to respond to." Yeah, and I'm thinking at a certain point, like, I want the in- real inciting incident of the movie to be one of them to receive a video of someone dying during sex on that's posted on samantha's platform okay like a snuff film and then the mystery is like figuring out okay i love that 
And then it can tie into like all their lives. Yeah. I think that's the real through line is like someone dies on a video and all of them are embroiled in it. Okay. Amazing. So we're at brunch and we're just like getting caught up to speed with like where they're at. And then maybe, um, maybe the Met ball is coming up. And so, yes. and so Carrie, and I think they're all invited at this point. Like they're all like very successful women. They're iconic, like New York ladies, very well connected. So Carrie's like, and we haven't had a Met ball because of COVID. So then we need to like, this can be like the first post COVID Met gala. It's going to be like a bang, like a rager. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Carrie's like, Speaking of trafficking, like, has anyone, like, sent your dress, like, has your dress arrived from Milan yet or something like that? And then Samantha's like, well, that shit's locked up in customs. The Valentino's locked up in customs, but it better get here soon. And so, like, we kind of get, like, gab about what they're each going to wear and, like, how much they're looking forward to it. And then how who they're arriving with like maybe Miranda and like Amal and George are all and Steve are like going together yes yeah and like Samantha Samantha and Smith are like friendly again I would say and maybe mm-hmm. they're even like back together like they've worked out their relationship in such a way where they can like be there together but like st- in an open relationship that's what I was just gonna say I feel like they're in an open relationship who is the third person that they bring because they're in a throuple Okay, yeah, they're fully in a throuple with... I mean, Bella Hadid is wanting to act. <gasps> That's perfect. Okay, yeah, they're in a throuple with Bella Hadid. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're going to the Met Gala with Bella. Fully, and she's, like, has... And she, like, plays into her surgery and, like, has, like, new procedures done for the Met Gala. Bella's face is now just, like... It's like not even Justin a human Bolden's face. Face. Yeah, like it's gone above and beyond the call of human face duty and has become something else entirely. And I think Bella has even gone so far as like she had an arm removed and then just got a robot arm. Put on. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's going to tie in later. <laughs> We're on the same page. The ending of the movie involves a robot arm. So it's like. <laughs> What if, wait, <laughs> Bella Dina was like, what if they're dating little Michaela? <laughs> okay, yeah, they're dating like, little Michaela. Be little, no, because, because remember that Calvin Klein ad when Bella Hadid and little Michaela make out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so little Michaela is like full. And also I just and saw on Bella Instagram Dita. recently, someone had posted a photo, like a doctored photo of Lil Michaela and Jeffrey Epstein hanging out. And I was <laughs> yes, like, I saw that and it looks like she someone's knew. Like holding a photo. Yeah, it looks like someone's like, it's like exposing their partnership. So in this, in this, <laughs> in this Sex in the City movie, Samantha and Smith are in a throuple with Lil Michaela and Lil Michaela somehow Hadid. has ties to Jeffrey Epstein. And Bella is in the movie as well, but like, just as like, uh, the Met Gala, they can be like, oh my god, it's Bella Hadid. And then you just cut to her and her face is like yeah. fully off the rails. And they're like, they're like talking. They're like, oh, how do you know each other? And they're like, oh. Samantha's like, oh, Bella introduced us to Lil Michaela. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so like, she's like, people are like, how did that happen? Yeah. Like, so 
we everyone's like excited at brunch about like samantha's like we'll be going with little michaela of course and then miranda's <laughs> like can you explain to or carrie's like can you please explain to me how you're in a thruple with an ai like, an, <laughs> like <laughs> with like an ai instagram and she was like that's actually very rude like it's a, a great relationship <laughs> Yeah, she's like, you're being really problematic right now. Yeah, Samantha's like, it's an amazing relationship. We love Lil Michaela. Lil Michaela loves us. And then Charlotte's like, Harry and I will be going with... Someone like powerful and Jewish in the media moment. I mean, it could be like Andy Cohen. Yeah, he Jewish? Going with, yeah, he's Jewish. Iconic. They're going with Andy. And um, what is the theme of this year's Met Gala? Honestly, what if it's just like hashtag canceled? And they like play up on the fact that the last year's was canceled. Mm-hmm. It's like controversial designs. Controversial designs. Yeah. Okay. So this year's Met Gala theme is canceled. Carrie is fully going with John Galliano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Head to toe John Galliano. And I yeah. think it's somehow like a newspaper print gets worked in. Cause like. Oh, it's like a newspaper print gown with like a tricorn like captain crunch hat in like a newspaper print mm-hmm. but it's margella so it's like even more meta yeah and like they're weird cutouts and like one long sleeve like it's like all the proportions are like wild yeah she like fully comes in like bound from like head to foot mm-hmm. she's like hobbling she like someone brings her in on a dolly and they just like kind of place her on the red carpet and she takes like little tiny baby steps all around yeah. and then they like dolly her back up the stairs. They just like roll her up the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut to like, I think we get like a big getting ready montage or something. And then lo and behold, it's the first night of the Met Gala. Yes, this is perfect. And everyone's arriving. It's like the who's who of fashion film tech like grimes and elon musk are there lady gaga arrive like grimes and elon musk like arrive in that like tank car that he designed yeah and guess who's (laughs) driving the baby (laughs) the baby and what could be more canceled than letting a baby drive your car and everyone loves it the baby the baby actually arrives like in a spacex rocket ship yeah, you hear like a blast and then a baby arrives like maybe in the first ever Uber hover car. Yes. The first ever flying car like and the Space baby is like river. yeah, just dropped onto the red carpet and like crawls yeah. up the stairs and it's like truly a mind-blowing moment for everyone cuz they've never had a baby at the Met Gala before. Yeah. And this is like the first year. Like this is the first year that Beyoncé hasn't gone last because she knows she can't one up this moment. Yeah, like ba- the yeah, the baby is the last person to arrive. And for sure. And it really is like everyone's like, wow, this is a rebirth. Like we're in a new era. Like there's a baby at the Met Gala. Yeah, and it's like being like the theme Wearing of re- like a Dior diaper. Fully, like Maria Grazia mm-hmm. has like a Dior Trator print. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like carrying like a tiny little baby sized saddlebag. And like as it crawls up the steps, it's just like perfectly <laughs> kind of like plump. And you just get this like baby. It's like so angelic and beautiful. And everyone's like, God, little X. Like this is a real stunning moment. 
Yeah. And like you see before little X gets dropped off in the hover car, you see like Samantha arrives with Smith and Lil Michaela and they do their thing and they fully like do a three way kiss on the red carpet. And yes. Samantha's whole thing is like normalizing sex and sexuality, like as just being like it's it's in your face and it's totally fine. So they're like groping each other in front of all the cameras. Oh, yeah. Um Miranda shows up with like the Clooney's. Who yeah. is she wearing? I think she's wearing, oh my God, who's like an up and coming designer. Maybe she's like a, a recent CFDA winner. Maybe she's wearing like Christopher John Rogers. Okay. I don't know or who like, that is, but I love it. Or like J.W. Anderson. <laughs> all the yes. fashion heads know. Yeah. Miranda's fashion head to toe <laughs> she's fully wearing Loewe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like a Loewe collaboration with like a human rights organization. Cause they used to have their shows at the UNESCO heritage site in Paris. Oh, okay. So this is perfect. It's like, cause, and they did like this collaboration with this AIDS art, like AIDS activist and artist named David Wanarovich. So it's like fully like JW Anderson, Loewe with like Malala. Okay. This is a full circle moment. Yeah. Charlotte shows up with Andy and who's she wearing? I feel like she's wearing like Carolina Herrera or like Oscar de la Renta. She's wearing like vintage Donna Karen. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then we're inside the Met Gala for like the first time ever. Like we're boots on the ground and it's like a fantastic event. You have like a lot of celebrity cameos, like shit's getting wild. And then maybe it's, midway through the Met Gala that you get the like New York Times news alert that a snuff video was just like posted on yeah. only Sam's. Yeah. <laughs> only Sam's. Oh my God. <laughs> ah! Yes. It's like fully just ripping off only fans. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> it's killed only fans. It's just like slaughtered only fans. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone's like jump shit. Mm-hmm. everyone's like only bands like wasn't okay like it gave platforms to like the wrong people and like this is really the people's like amateur porn and like the follow-up new york times article to the video is like first only fans was canceled what about only sams what will the future of only sams be yeah yeah because like the website is like temporarily taken down because of this yeah so by, because we, being investigated by the fbi and people are f- the content creators are freaking out freaking out okay so we get like everyone gets alerted that there's been like a horrific murder and not only was there a murder it was like posted on only sam's and yeah. so like and it's in the middle of the met gala we find this out so yeah. sam like, editors are passing out like philip picardi from teen formerly of teen vogue is like he like hits his head on like a marble statue mm-hmm. and then someone's like to samantha they're like you should really get out of here and then yeah. so she and smith and lil michaela like hustle out they they like she's like hey and elon just throws her the keys to the cyber truck 
Yes. And I think actually Lil Michaela breaks up with both of them on the spot. She's like, like, I can't be with you guys. You're canceled. Like, I'm staying. She decides actually to stay at the Met Gala. She's live streaming an apology video on her Instagram as it's happening. Yeah. She's like, I'm so sorry. I just want you guys to know that I've broken up with them. We are no longer in contact. Like, I will not have those kinds of toxic people in my life. And that's like, as Samantha's coming up to her and she's like, you ready to go? And she's like, uh, who are you? Like, we're done. And then she's like, yeah. this is the woman. Like, and then tries to like expose Samantha. And then yeah. Samantha's like, oh my God. Oh my God. And like, is like getting out of there. She <laughs> takes the key. Like a robot arm. And then she like goes full circle with the Calvin Klein ad and like her and Bella Hadid kiss again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bella sidles up to her and she's like, yeah, they have like a kiss on Lil Michaela's thing and they are now together beautiful then they like re-meet and have a meet cute at the met gala and they're like the new met gala it couple on instagram live during a murder scandal yeah so samantha (laughs) and smith like get the keys from elon and take the hover car and like hover over to like the helicopter landing pad on her like gorgeous high-rise apartment penthouse and they like hunker down to do like damage control um i think like we the Met Gala like continues. They just like wanted Samantha gone because it's like bad PR. And yeah. then we see everyone leaving. And then I think Miranda maybe gets a call or like a tip in from someone that says like, this is linked to a sex trafficking ring. Yeah. Like maybe Miranda and Carrie are sitting together at the Met Gala at one point And like, they each get a separate tip. That's like, Yes. It seems to be linked to like so and so. And they're both like, hmm. This is perfect. Yeah. They're like, sh- we should because look at I into see them this. being linked. Yeah. yeah and they yeah. would want to like, they would want to do detective work together. Like, that's like, yeah. they work really well together. Carrie and Miranda are like, did you see this? And they kind of swap emails at that point. And they're like, okay. And Miranda's like, come to the office tomorrow. And, like, let's meet on this officially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, great. And they each get in their own limos and, like, they, like, buzz off. Yeah. And I think at this Met Gala, randomly, like, both Kushners are there. And, like, Charlotte's walking out of the Met Gala with, like, Ivanka, Carly, and, like, the Kushner brothers. Yeah. And maybe Miranda and, and Carrie look over and they're like, should we say bye to Charlotte? And they look over and they're like, "Mm, we'll text her. And they just get in the car and go. Yeah. They just go. Yikes. Yikes. (laughs) And like Carly Claus is just like fully six foot nine, just like stumbling. And Carly like misinterpreted the theme again and is wearing like a really unfortunate dress. Yeah. And then the next day. Yeah. What's happening the next day? Like we see. I feel like. The, there's just headlines like you chose the headlines like you see carrie like put her newsprint dress up in her closet and then it like zooms in and there's just like headlines 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 there's a lot of like use utilizing objects and like making them for scene transitions i love that that's perfect so we find out like this girl was it the girl that we saw in the beginning this girl oh, yeah. was murdered like the girl that was that was kind of taken by the hand and led into this like weird dungeon techno underground lair. Maybe I feel like in my brain, it's just like, we never see the girl's face. Like what we see is her like 
having sex with this guy and it, she's like this brunette she's just like a random brunette like okay not not a redhead just like a standard girl super anonymous mm-hmm. like no tattoos and you can't tell how old she is you can't tell where she's from what race she is she just like has like straight brown hair mm-hmm. and she's like riding this guy and he like dies she's like choking him oh so she kills him yeah she kills him okay and it's like hard to see him because he's like wearing like a gimp mask wow and so, so it's like heavy bdsm and like crazy it goes from like okay this is like kinky to like oh he's fully being like killed yeah he struggles for a long time and then is killed and then how do we do does she like stab him then at the end just to really show everyone that she's like killed him or we just know like he was strangled i think maybe she just like opens his wallet and like goes through all of his stuff and is like looking, looking, looking. And it's like, that will come back in later into play. Cause the police can like zoom in on who this man was and be like, do this stupid, like enhance, enhance thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe she has blonde hair. And then she, after he's dead, she takes it off. It's a wig and she's a brunette underneath. I think she takes off his mask to show like, it's kind of like, yeah, he's fully dead. Like his tongue yeah. is like, like he's like yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Amazing. She rifles through his wallet and then that's like the end of the video. And I think yeah. maybe we see, we cut to like Samantha's, we're in Samantha's penthouse. Smith is doing like push ups and his like workout for the day with like a mirror <laughs> trainer, <laughs> like one of those mirror fitness things. Yeah. And Samantha has been sent by like her other, the other like board of investors for Only Sam's. Uh, they've <laughs> all now watched this video. And yeah. they're like, and we see the video from like Samantha's perspective. Like she's watching it on like an iPad at the kitchen table. And she's like out because for as like problematic as that might be of like her kind of coercing so many like young people into really becoming like superstars for her like monetary gain. Cause she's made like tens of millions of dollars, like hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. And she's like shocked. Like she's crying. Mm hmm. It's the biggest platform. Like it become it supersedes like TikTok, Instagram, Twitter as like the new star making social media website. Yeah. Yeah. That is fully just based on like sex. And she's like, What am I going to do? Like and her board her like board meeting, like you don't see any of their faces, but you hear their voices, but they're all like um like on TV news when it's like, and all you hear is just like different voices and it says like what country they're from. And I think also like the website has now been shut down for 12 hours or something. Like it could be like 8am and then at 8pm it was like shut down right when this video was uploaded. She's like in the 12 hour, like we hear one voice and they're like in the 12 hours that this website has been shut down. Like we've lost out on like, Three hundred million dollars of revenue. Yeah, like we're like it's a publicly out. traded company, and they've lost stock options. They've been yeah, like, like went down like twenty five points. Yeah, everything is feeling like we have to figure out like how to get this up and running. And I think also it's like they have to now like interface with like the FBI and the government to like yeah. and pay fines and like figure out how to like get this back up. So yeah, they're just like fully scrambling. She's like pushed into like illicit means of like gaining back her power Mm -hmm. she's so power hungry she's like fully pushed to like become like a real criminal maybe they get a 
message that's like your website is now they're like it's under investigation review for the next two weeks and at this rate we're bleeding 300 million dollars a day yeah, like vote you out of your own company yeah and if it's not back up in two weeks like we're you will be voted you. out yeah like and like you will no longer have like whatever because maybe we find out in the past she like vetoed some sort of yeah like screening process algorithm i don't know but they're like they basically are exercising their options to like push her out and we hear like one lone voice and it's like still like blurry like it's like a robot voice and it just says like i'm so bored of this like i'm tired of threatening you if you don't get this done like i will personally come find you (laughs) and so she's like running for her life (laughs) <laughs> so now it's like a, lo- a lot of like dark it's like really like this movie's nefarious. like a thriller okay great so she's now getting her life threatened like yeah by one lone investor that's like so powerful like she you don't see who it is but she looks down and she just like her eyes widen and like kim cattrall just delivers like a single, a single tier. tier okay so not only is her company like a huge source of revenue but it also is like the kind of dark company that like someone will put a hit on you if yeah. you like lose money for them yeah. like, and everyone lose- knows that everyone on the board knows that samantha knows that and that was like a risk everyone took yeah. going into it like there's it, like, blood they're, like yeah they're like the order of the sisterhood says like because you violated all, all, the order all women it's yeah all women like it's hashtag girl bosses yeah it's girl boss central and they're like because you violated the order of the sisterhood like we now not only like, do you have to get it back up and running in two weeks? But if you don't like, I will personally come and end your life. Yeah. Great. Gratefully and gladly. And then Samantha does like a single tear. And then they're like, do you understand? She's like, of course. And they, they cut off and then she takes her like coffee mug and she's like, fuck and throws it through the window. No, she throws it through Smith's mirror trainer. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Can He's you like, stop working out for once in your life? <laughs> yeah. And he gets he gets a text like on his a- Apple Watch. And it's like the subject line is just like, do you understand? And the sender name, it's not a name. It's just the robot arm emoji. <laughs> and we're like, oh, Isabella Hadid. Yeah, and, and so, he, so his life is now threatened, too. It's basically, yeah. like, if you fuck up in whatever order of the sisterhood of, like, insanely rich female investors in tech, like, you and your beloved will both be slaughtered. So, like, yeah, so like Samantha and Smith's lives are in danger. They basically have yeah. two weeks to save it. We Amazing. then cut to, I think we then cut to, like, Carrie and Miranda in the office. And there's like papers like, just flying they're like yeah eating pizza like it, assistants are bringing in like coffee for them and trying to like set up like cheese plates and stuff and they're like they're like there's a huge like homeland style cork board with like pictures and strings Amazing. that they're starting and, like, to like strings, yeah yeah and so maybe like maybe miranda's like we have been following a case similar to this but there have been international instances of these snuff films that have popped up in different countries over the last six months 
And yeah. this is the only one that's broken through on like some sort of mainstream social media platform. But like these other ones have been put on our radar and it's like a, yes. th- it's the same thing that happens every time. And so we see like screenshots of all this and it's like the same kind of thing where like a woman is like just riding the fuck out of a gimp and then strangles him to death, <laughs> pulls the mask off to show that he's dead and then rifles through his wallet. And like, yeah. And she's like, so this seems to be like, I don't know if it's the same person. It's like, too, we cannot ID this like, yeah, killer. She like always like, rips a wig off, and mm-hmm. it's like a brunette girl. And they're like, is this the same? Like, like who, who knows? Is she? Yeah, yeah, because like in one of the videos, she rips off a wig, and then it's a brunette girl, and then she rips that wig off, and it's still mm-hmm. a brunette girl. Yeah, and so it's just like it's really like they're like, like mystery. They know they're being watched, and they're like fucking with whoever's watching them Mm -hmm. and so they're trying to like marina's like this is now something i've been working on like or it's just been on my radar for a long time but we just didn't know like how connected it was but now obviously this whoever is doing this is like trying to reach a larger audience and like what like we don't know what they're trying to say we don't know what they're trying to prove like but we just know that it's happening and it's like going to continue to happen. Amazing. And Miranda has an assistant. Who do you think it should be? I'm like, I'm thinking like Bo and Yang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he really needs his, like his huge platform in a movie like that. Yeah. He comes in and like, he's like great. He's like great comedic relief, but also like serious when needed. Yeah. Cause he can explain like what the hell is going on and like has that like millennial lingo mm-hmm. as so, Carrie's constantly stumbling. Yeah. So like, and he's the one like kind of explaining to Miranda and Carrie, like as exactly. they sit back, like he will step in and be like, okay, so this, this, and this, and here's what we know. Here's what we don't know. Yeah. And then at a certain point he says like all these, like he's like TikTok, da 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 da. And they're like watching. And then you just look back and they're like, eyes are just wide and they don't know what's going on. They're like, huh? Mm-hmm. And they look at each other and just go, yikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then maybe there's a moment where it's like, like Carrie makes an offhand comment. She's like, I still don't know how to like upload stuff on TikTok. And Miranda's like, yeah, she's like, what's, what's for you? Yeah. Like what? I don't hashtag for you. And then that could be a good cut to Lily. Amazing. Doing like making a TikTok video like in her bedroom at Charlotte's like classic six and she's like uploading it and we see that she has like a mil like millions of TikTok followers. Yeah, she has like she has like four point one million followers. Mm-hmm. And she's just like blowing up on TikTok. Yeah, she's like breaking down how problematic Jojo Siwa is and then like instantly just going into like this is why Marxism is important. Mm-hmm. She's like capitalist pig Jojo Siwa, like yeah. her out. Yeah. And then like yeah. she's like Jojo Siwa, no no Siwa, and like puts like a line through her face and like does a little dance and then like <laughs> She was like the savage dance. Yeah. And then like she uploads that and we see her like kind of put her phone down in her room is just like very teenage, like but like also, you know, very like communist kind of yeah, propaganda all, like, all around she's like maybe imported which is like 
negating her point, but she's still learning. Yeah, she's, you know, she's 13, so she's got a ways to go. And then she goes, maybe she, like, walks out of her bedroom and Charlotte and Harry are, like, having a meeting with someone in the dining room. Yeah. Like, you see them, but you see the guy. Or is it a woman? Like, facing away from the camera, but you see the back of their head. And it's, like, a woman with, like, short hair. Mm -hmm. Dark, short hair. And you're, like, knowing the PR on this movie you're like who is this woman mm-hmm. and they're like making a deal of some sort and like harry like has his head in his hands he like can't believe what's going on i don't know what they're talking about though i wonder maybe they're talking about what the incident was because they're also involved yeah they're also involved but i feel like their involvement is like on the other side like they have something to do with like Yes. These mur- like these, these murders, murders have something to do with them and it's like very they're they might be the bad guys in all of this. Yeah, and at one point like Harry just like slams his hands on the table and he's like, You can't you yeah. can't do this. You can't yeah, ask enough. for this. Yeah. And Charlotte like puts her hand on his hand and like pushes it down. She's like, This is what we agreed to. Yeah. He's all those like, years. When will ago. enough be enough? When yeah. will enough and <laughs> And maybe, and like Charlotte says that, and maybe at that moment you actually see Lily walk out and she's like, can you guys keep it down? Like, I'm trying to film a lot of content. Like, you're really like messing it up for me. Yeah. You see Charlotte being like, no problem, sweetie. Like, love you so much. And Mm -hmm. like, then Lily goes back in her room. She doesn't understand that like bad under the table deals are being made. Yeah, and, like, Charlotte, like, swings her hand around and, like, accidentally knocks down a picture of her, Harry, and Rose and, like, falls to the ground and shatters. And she's like, oh! Mm-hmm. And that's, like, foreshadowing. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So then we cut back to Samantha and like Samantha is now, is she like being chauffeured somewhere? Like she's like on a private jet Mm -hmm. to Berlin. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. She's like, she like gets off the plane and immediately goes to bear kind to like hide (laughs) for like four days. She's like, gets fucked up for like four days is she so she's trying to like figure out she's just trying to get her website back up and running yeah while also like evading potential murder so she's like what do i do what do i do so maybe she's also just trying to like get more money or like find some like huge investor like find different investors and do like a corporate like organize a corporate takeover yeah. Or maybe she's like trying to find the board members that weren't on the call. Yeah. Or like she's leveraging her human, 
her relationships because she's like a PR queen. Like yeah. she's leveraging relationships and she's like, what do I do? And like, who can I find to override this? And like the, the person who would be able to override that is obviously a man. Yeah. And I think she now like that the organization of the sisterhood has turned against her. She's now going to lean on the people that love her the perhaps the most, the gays. And so now she's going, <laughs> she's going to like everyone she knows in like the LGBTQ community to like the, like the most powerful people to like get them on her side to then, just like evil rich gays. Yeah. To take over and like fight the organization of the sisterhood. Yeah. So there'll yeah. be like me an army of gays by the end of this. So she flies to Berlin first, obviously, and goes to Berghain and like gets really fucked up, but then is like meeting with like really power gays that are also yeah, she, like comes up from like snorting something or sucking something and like looks up and she's like, oh, Hey, and it's mm-hmm. like, which, which gay is standing there? <sighs> which gay? It's like Anderson Cooper. And then, like, later, they, they're they in, like, a dark corner, like, smoking cigs and, like, chatting. And so, Samantha, you just hear her being like, and it's just such a mess. And I wish there was a way to get out of it. You know what I mean? And, like, he's like, well, you have, like, he's like, you know, we go way back. And, like, I have your back when it comes to anything. Like, I think what you've done is amazing in the, sp- in the platform and the space. And, like, it's horrible that someone hijacked it and used yeah. it for, like, bad purposes. And she just goes, how can you have my back when you're always on yours? <laughs> and he's like, oh, Samantha, stop. Yeah. As he, <laughs> like, so swats the dick away. Yeah. So I think the exciting thing, too, about this movie is that we get to see Samantha go into, like, a lot of different situations. Like, yes. And then coerce, like, power gaze to, like, have her back through all of Beautiful. this. So, like, she- her next stop is rupaul's ranch in wyoming (laughs) she's like with anderson yeah she's like let's go so then she's getting she's gathering like an army of gays to like fight the organization of the sisterhood yeah and she like getting the gays to fight the girl bosses and yeah. gays versus girl bosses gays versus girl bosses That's really good and she's like i might not get this company back up and running but i'm certainly not dying at the hands of sofia maruso and so she's like <laughs> sofia maruso is fully like a multi-billionaire like evil queen so then she's like flies on the jet with Ru- with uh Anderson and goes to RuPaul's ranch. They're like walking through an oil field. Mm-hmm. There's like workers just like fracking away. There's yeah, like, like someone just gets like blown up, and she's yeah. like, "Oh, it's like right. not on my Birkin." So dangerous, but these oil guys are hot, Ru, and like they she's like this is old <laughs> Celine. She like throws her like python luggage tote, <laughs> and she like <laughs> it's like pristine but like worn like it's very like olsen-esque mm-hmm. and yeah. she like he's like honey like what do you think what do you think i need from you and she like pulls out this vial it's like big vial and it's like a vial of her blood wow. and she's like okay. exchanging her maybe her blood her blood for access to rupaul's it, oil money yeah and he's like, oh, and he like puts it in his like, in this like gold fridge because that's mm-hmm. how he stays young. He gets like vampire facials from like young fertile women. Yeah. 
And so she and Rue, like, she's now gotten, like, Rue on her side. And, like, he's down to, like, throw a bunch of, like, oil money behind the cause of Only Sam's. Yeah. Yeah. So then I think we cut back to, like, Carrie and Miranda. And maybe, like, Carrie's writing. Like, maybe we see Carrie in her apartment writing. And I think in this movie it's safe to say, like, Big is just, like, gone and out of the picture. Oh, I was fully, like... I was excited to kill him off, but this got so much better that I didn't even think about it. Yeah. He's dead. Like, I think, yeah, he's dead or like, and it really is like a non issue and like, it's so not the focus, but Carrie got to keep the apartment obviously. And she like yeah, inherited like, all his money and like, it's been a great twist for her. She's gone. Like, so you remember she's she used to be so anal retentive. Like she didn't, she like fart in bed and was like, so afraid of like mm-hmm. big finding out. Yeah. Yeah. Like at this point she's like, he wouldn't let me peg him. Mm-hmm. I had to break it off. And then he like died quickly after. Yeah. They like had another fight about the TV and then it was like, he was dead and she was like, well, it was meant to be. So she's like typing away on her laptop furiously. And she's now like, she's, I think maybe just like blogging or keeping people like fully up to speed on like this horrific murder that took place. Cause she kind thinks, of like sharing. She thinks it has to do with Epstein. Yeah. And she's like, she just doesn't Mm-hmm. Maybe they got even a tip like called into Miranda's office that was like, you should look into like the connections here. Amazing. So Miranda, so Carrie's like writing and like blowing things up. And I, and I think she might get a death threat that comes in and someone's like, you better stop like looking into this. Like, yeah. Sticking she just your gets, head she where it doesn't text. belong. She gets a text. <laughs> Robot arm. <laughs> It's like, I don't think you understand who you're messing with. Mm-hmm. And she's like, whoa. And like, she's screenshots like, she's like, it. Bella. She's like, is this Bella? Is this Bella? And there's, like, and there's like a, um, like a, a picture just gets sent back. Maybe it's like a blurry photo or it's like a close up photo of the guy's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could be next. Yeah. This could be you. And she's just like, what the fuck? She screenshots and sends, yeah, like sends to Miranda or like frantically calls Miranda and is like, I'm getting like these threats. Like, what the hell? And Miranda's like, I am too. And they're like, whoever this is, like somehow knows us or like knows of us. Yeah. So they bring the evidence back and they're like working with the FBI because Mm – they fly okay. to FBI headquarters then. Yeah. Or maybe like Carrie's- they both get knocks on the each, like as they're texting and Carrie is really scared, there's like a on the door and she's like, ah! and then that opens the door and it's the head of the FBI played by Pam Greer. <laughs> oh, yes. And she is like fully the number, the like head of all the FBI. And yeah. she's like Carrie Bradshaw. Or maybe it's, like, FBI, like, officers or whatever. And they're, like, are you Carrie Bradshaw? And they're, like, you're coming with us. Like, and they whisk her off to, like, Virginia. Yeah, Yeah, to headquarters. And then Miranda's also taken from her office. Yeah, and and they're both taken to the headquarters. And maybe they end up being, like, in the same room. And that's when Pam Greer comes in. And she's, like, we had to... She's like, it became clear to us that there's, that your lives are in danger and we've been monitoring you because like we monitor everyone and everything. 
and we want to work with you to solve this case. We think it stretches like above and beyond, like bigger than you could ever imagine. And she's like, but she's like interrogating Carrie at first, like interrogating her. Yeah. And she's like slams her hand on the table, another hand slam. And then we just hear the door open and she's like, mom, who's your mom? Stop it. And walking up behind her is one of Carrie's lesbian assistants. Mm -hmm. And who is it played by? I'm like, Sasha Lane, Zoe Kravitz. I like Sasha Lane. I like Sasha Lane. That's like going from like indie darling to like blockbuster craziness. Yeah. I want to see her in like a huge budget movie. Me too. Being the like lesbian FBI daughter of Pam Greer. Yeah. So yeah, I think at first Pam Greer's like interrogating Carrie and like being like, what do you know? And even when Carrie got like, apprehended and taken to fbi headquarters she's like "Ooh," and we get like a packing montage of her packing like really like good suits like she's just Mm -hmm. wears all suits when she's working like with the fbi she's re-wearing she's wearing like pants like isi miyake pants Mm -hmm. but she's wearing she's re-wearing in the interrogation scene the white wedding vest from her marriage to big at city hall yes yeah it's a good fact yeah, with a pant. And then, like, she'll do, like, some slouchy suits, some more structured, like, McQueen suits. And, like, yeah. um, we get, like, some uh, Burberry trenches, like, Ricardo Tichiera Burberry. And, like, like covered in crystals. Yeah, covered in crystals. Like, it's very, like, we get, like, a series of FBI looks from Carrie We Bradshaw. get, like, custom Phoebe Philo. And she at this point, she's not even at another label. Like, she's just doing custom consultation costumes for the movie yeah and so carrie finally it's like pam gets to the bottom of the fact that like carrie and miranda are good guys they're not they're like all working towards the same goal so then they all come together and they're like okay we're gonna like work on this together um and maybe they give them a piece of information do they tell them that like we like we have our sources tell us that one of your good friends is behind all of this violence. Yeah. And, and they're maybe like, they're like, Oh my God, Samantha. Or they're, they're like, fuck Samantha. Like, like, how could she? And the, Pam goes, no. And throws a photo on the thing. And it's Charlotte. It's Charlotte. Yeah. She's like arm in arm with the guy who like, it's like a picture. She throws a picture of Charlotte and it's her like linked arms with a guy. And you're like, who is that? And then she throws another picture down and it's the picture from Carrie's phone of the dead guy's face. And it's the same guy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. And you're like, they're like, oh, yikes. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> I just going to end Pam Greer at that point because they do it a third time. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. I love this. So <gasps> basically now Pam Greer is like, we're going to need you to wear wires. Like you're going to have to get a confession out of your friend. Like she's so impenetrable. She's like powerful, but like you guys have brunch with her all the time. Like you go way back. Like she trusts you. And they're like, how do you know that she's like in on this? And that, and like there, she's like, we don't exactly, but we do. We don't, but we do. And we need you guys to figure to like link it all together. Yes. So now they have to like basically entrap Charlotte. Yeah. 
while wondering where the hell Samantha is. Yeah. Meanwhile, we cut to Samantha and she's in like a plane full of like power gays, lesbians, trans community. Like is all gathered up. Like yeah. traceless sets there. Like literally any visible like LGBTQ person is like on Samantha's power jet. Yes. Traceless set <laughs> is fully just like canceling Jamila Jamil on Twitter. Mm-hmm. she's coming for her they're like who's next they're like should-? they're like this game is fun they're playing like twitter cancel where they just like choose one person and then like slowly yeah, they're like, like all eviscerate them they're like all you see is like the backs of people's heads and then people are like all in favor and just hands raise Woo! and then yeah and so maybe they touch down um where do they go i think samantha has like a compound somewhere like in Aspen or something like that. In Vail. Yeah, in Vail. And they all go to like Samantha's compound. It's the most diversity Vail Vail has ever seen. Yeah, it's like shocking. They don't (laughs) even like, they couldn't, the residents of Vail couldn't even handle it. So they all just like hustle into SUVs and then like low key. Yeah. Because they have to be like so quiet about it. Otherwise the Vail residents will like blow up their spot. There's a mass exodus. Mm -hmm. So they all like hunker down in Samantha's like 40 bedroom Vail compound. And they're like, how do we... They're like between us all. They're like betwixt us all. We have like a collective like one trillion dollars. <laughs> and they're like, what will it take to like buy out the girl? And, and maybe they um ma- okay. Samantha's like they're now sitting in a huge boardroom all around like a conference table, and Samantha presses like play on a video thing, and then you see all the girl bosses pop up on screens. Like a there's like a wall of screens, and every girl boss is on the screen, and then like Samantha and her like gay squad is are on the other screens, and Samantha's like she's like, well, 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 ladies. You underestimated me. You thought that you could threaten me and I'd just roll over and die. Think again. And then she's like, she's like, I've gathered a team for a corporate takeover. Let's negotiate. Like, what will it cost to get only Sam's wrench it from your hands and get it back up where it belongs? Yeah, there's like 12 seats. One is empty. We're, it's not explained why. Just one is of empty. The girl and she's bosses? Like, yeah, she's like, fuck. Um, because okay. she's like, you see her like freak out. Also, I think in the background, you should see like a whiteboard that says like cancel Jeff Bezos. And you, it's alluded to the fact that they were going to put their trillion dollars toward like destroying Jeff Bezos. And instead they're using that money to like revive Samantha's career. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, we're going to push pause on the Jeff Bezos destruction yes. campaign. <laughs> and like, like they have the power and they're just like, fuck it. No. Yeah. And like, so then I think the girl bosses, it's like you have, Sophia Maruso, you have Emily Weiss, Audrey Weiss. Gelman. Allison Roman is like the newest inductee. Allison Roman's on the Girl Boss Squad. And Chrissy Teigen. That's why they're and fighting. Chrissy Teigen, yeah. Marie Kondo is also on the Girl Boss Squad. <laughs> That's why she never came for her because she knew that Marie Kondo <laughs> is a senior member and she would kill her. <laughs> Marie screaming and then i think we also have like on samantha's team is like rupaul anderson cooper andy cohen um trace lissette 
Ryan Murphy. uh, Ryan Murphy, of course. Shonda Rhimes is on Team Girl Boss. Fully. Yeah. Oh my God. Like Sarah Paulson and Sarah Paulson are on the, are on the the gay squad. Yeah. They're on the gay squad. Um, Leah Delario is on the gay squad. Like Kristen Stewart, even they're like bisexual. They're like bisexual. Come. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The huge bi community shows out. Yeah. Cause it's like, that's the majority of the community anyway. So it's like, hello, this is, this movie is about bi representation. Mm -hmm. So Kristen Stewart. And so it's a real face off and everyone's like, and Samantha's like, what's it going to take? And they're like, Samantha, you will never like, you think we'll cower to your demands laughs Shonda. And she's like, we will never turn over for you. And then basically they tell Samantha like there's, you will not win this war and like death is coming. Yeah, they're like now it's wasted. Like, it's like become like a all-out battle. Like everyone is on the chopping block. Yeah, they're like you've wasted ten days gathering this crew. This like hobnob crew of gays. Good luck. And then they and just it's like, like click. Yeah, and everyone's and she, like, like she like turns around. She like screams, <laughs> and someone's like, "Honey, that's why I'm gay. If I had to hear that every day, fucking off myself." <laughs> Ryan Murphy. Yeah. He's like, please. Someone just like slaps him. (laughs) Like India Moore just slaps him. Yeah. So then they're like, we really have to come up with like a game plan. They're like, are are they going to like, they're going to kill you. Like, it sounds like they're going to kill you no matter where you are. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. And they're like, where can we go to like make this happen? We can't just stay here. They know where we are. Yeah, they're going to have to, like, they're, like, how do we get this back? Like, there's only one way to, like, there's the only way now to, like, wrestle back control of only Sam's would be, I guess, to, like, hack into the mainframe. That's what I was just going to say. They have to take back the server. Yeah, they're going to have to, like, go, like, do a server takeover and, like, hack into it. Guess where the server is. Where? In, In Tel Aviv. Oh, my God. Yes fire up the jet we're going to tel aviv and then this is our like overseas like travel moment we touch down in tel aviv and then samantha is like everyone's in suvs to like a gorgeous like beachside compound yeah and we need like a hacker or like someone to play like like a hack like a hacker gay maybe india moore is the Hacker. also like a crazy background as a hacker she is i mean like, the that's hacker. like an amazing they're an amazing non-binary person so it's like of course like duh yeah amazing. and so like they they all land i think we have just like some lifestyle porn because we need a little glitz and glamour so we see like everyone's sunning on the beach and it is like a fun vacay it's like a work play balance where they like have a beach day samantha and india like sidebar and figure out like how they're going to break into the server that night and like what and like simultaneously cause an uprising in the west bank so that the palestinians can be free like the movie like can't not address that but it's like yeah oh yeah no this is like a fully (laughs) we're fully like solving the crisis Um, and i'm saying this like i built this into the movie because i think the movie is so wrong that it's right and so right that it's wrong because it's trying so hard to be woke 
that they like have a total blind spot to the Palestinian conflict. That's not my personal opinion. I'm just like, Samantha doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And I think that her and her entire gay squad, like they're personally going to break into the server together. Like they're not even physically going to break in like Zoolander style. They're now paying like Israeli operatives or whatever, like private hire to kind of back them up and help this takeover. Yeah. Happen. Cause Samantha, she's like, who's the last key? Like, obviously all these people are so well connected, but like, who can I contact? And she's like looking at her phone. And by this point, she like has like a pink razor burner. Mm-hmm. It's like fully downgraded. Cause she's like no smartphone technology, but she still gets like a robot arm emoji text every once in a while. Yeah. It's like emojis. How are they even on here? But she's like, do I contact Charlotte? Yes or no. Cause she doesn't know at this point, like how involved Charlotte is. Yeah. But I think Charlotte is the missing person on the girl boss panel because Maybe. the York style, like is now like a juggernaut lifestyle brand. Okay, so they're going to take over the servers mm-hmm. and then encrypt them to where they can like reboot only Sam's. And it's like under their control. Kick everyone, board members, company owners out, and it's just like a full blown hostile take. It's never been done before. It's not yeah. even really legal, but like somehow, and I think like Bowen, this is where Samantha's assistant can, or no. Well, he can explain it to like Miranda and Carrie because somehow they get looped into this too. And then, yeah, maybe we have Samantha be like, who do I need to call? And then she's like, I'll call Carrie because I actually haven't talked to her in a while. And like, I would love to like catch up. So then she calls Carrie who happens to be with like Miranda and then they talk. And I guess Samantha just like tells them what's going on because she like trusts them and their friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's like, listen, I know who is part of this. Like they both say it at the same time when they say Charlotte's name. Oh yes. And, but prior to that, I'm like, why would Samantha tell Carrie and Miranda? But I think Miranda's also Samantha's like personal lawyer. So like, and so she mm-hmm. calls Miranda and she's like, question, if I were to tell you that I was in Israel right now about to break into the servers and ho- do perform a hostile takeover of my own company, would that be legal? And like, then Miranda has to like explain, like it somehow is explained that like, even though it's never been done, there are a series of loopholes have come about in such a way that it actually is like legal. Yeah. She's like, I know about this because I try and break through to him every day. And in the process, I've learned a lot about the web and it's, she's learned so much from Brady. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And he's like, yeah, Brady. Yeah. Cause he's like, he's become like an incel hacker. So he's yeah. like tech God, even though he like is at odds with her goals, mm-hmm. but she's like, what do I do? And she's like, Samantha, do I make the ultimate choice and like forego my like feminist leanings and utilize him as a weapon against the girl bosses and like use his incel rage. Yeah. She's like, this could be, she's like, I haven't talked to my son like in months really. And like, haven't been able to connect with him. But if there's one person that I know that could do this for you, it's him. And she, but, and Samantha's like, he might be destroyed in the process. And she's like, maybe he'll be reborn. 
and Carrie's like just like full of furiously like writing everything down. Yeah. So I guess they like Samantha's like, I'll send a jet for him. Make sure he's <laughs> at the airport at like make sure he's at Teterboro at like five PM. Yes. There will be a jet waiting for him. Just like him on a jet alone. Yeah. And he's on a jet alone by himself again. He's like never He's always alone. And we see Brady, like, this is the first time we ever see him. And then, or he, the first time he's even mentioned in the movie. And so we see, like, Brady, like, a skinny little, like, redhead guy with, like, a briefcase, like, waiting on the tarmac, like, going up into a jet. And then he just immediately starts, like, setting up his computer on the plane. It's and, fully, like, like, an emaciated Dane DeHaan who's, like, become the next Christian Bale. Yes, this is Dane like, DeHaan's... We're ready for him, like, to come back again. Because he really, like, when we thought he was going to pop off, he, like, didn't just no. quite in the right way. So now this is, like, his return. Yeah. He's and like, I think seated. we get, like, a big, um, like, a big set piece of the movie and to show how powerful Brady is. When Dane, a.k.a. Brady, is on the plane and he has his, like, whole little computer set up, they're, like you see like a plane take off and he sets up his computer and then like a uh, flight attendant comes by or you hear like the pilot be like, Mr. Hobbs, we've reached like a cruising altitude of 32,000 feet. Like we should be touched down in Tel Aviv at like, you know, 4.45 a.m. or something like that. And then you see the plane like lurch to the side and like go around and you realize that brady is hacked into the mainframe of the airplane and he's like that might be what you think but i think we could get there a little faster don't you and then like brady just like flies the plane just like to flex on everyone yeah but you just see like like, how vast his hacking he diverts it he diverts it and he like you see like someone come in with like a blue latex glove and they just like snap it and the scene ends (laughs) (laughs) because in my mind the moment he steps off the plane he's like covered in bandages and he's fully had like chad surgery on the plane oh my god so he flies he has that plane flown around for hours and hours until it's almost out of gas so he can get chad surgery on the plane (laughs) and then touch down as like a different person yeah okay great i love this so the plane finally lands. We hear like days have gone by and Samantha's like, where's Brady? Like the plane, like, and then we find out like people flight, um, radar lost connection with like a private jet. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Okay, okay. Here's, this is what's great for Samantha is that the girl boss squad doesn't know that Samantha's already touched down in Tel Aviv. So they think that Samantha's, plane went missing somewhere over the atlantic and they think that their job is done for a moment they're like they feel free they're like yeah it's fine they're like samantha like maybe miranda gets a call and it's like from the fbi or someone is like brady's plane they lost touch with him over the atlantic and like we believe the plane has like gone down it seems that he might have hacked into the mainframe And she freaks out. She's like in mourning. She like falls to her knees and like one is like holding her. Yeah. And then it cuts to like a girl boss meeting and they're like Samantha Jones private jet. Like, and it's actually like in the news, like Samantha Jones 
private jet like goes missing. Yeah. The like jet was being believed to like carry Samantha like f- flying on an international flight like and she is feared dead. Yeah. And, so and then they're see, like you see like we're like back in Israel and there's like again we're like at a bar. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> there's like a lot of like repeated motifs in this movie and charlotte is like looking up at her looking down at her phone she's like fuck like i did it mm-hmm. I did. and you see this guy walk in and he like straddles in like cowboy style through the saloon and he has like a beautiful jaw but like this red hair oh amazing and, and he like walks up to her and he's like how's it going what are you looking at and she like tells him and he's like wow and they like have this conversation and they end up fucking yes and i think also like when charlotte's looking at her phone she gets a text that just says it's done with like a photo of the news headline like samantha's plane is down it's, it's, so it's from robot arm yeah from robot arm they said it's done and charlotte yeah. like locks her iphone and then just says like waiter i'll have like a martini or like and she just shoots the whole martini down like in one yeah he goes have what she's having yeah, and then hot Brady walks in and they have like a moment together. Like it's just like a random one-off sex, I think. I think that For both sure. of them were just like turned on and they didn't know that they're like such a Venn diagram of like yeah. interests. Because she has no idea who he is, but he knows fully who she is. Yeah, she's in like the bar of like a gorgeous like five-star hotel. And then he's sure. also staying at the same hotel. And she's like he's like long haul flight. Maybe he just got injectables and he flew the yeah. plane around for his injectables to heal so that he doesn't have to like heal from the surgery. Yeah, he you really like, can reconstruct like, your face with like, I with forgot all sorts of stuff at this point. We should know. Cause Bella Hadid. Yeah. Um, she's like the, she's a surgery consultation producer on this movie. Mm-hmm. She gets, she, that's becomes her role in Hollywood. Absolutely. Um, thread, thread consultation. Yeah. Like, threaded facelift which like she does have the best plastic surgery on the planet so we have to give it up for her um so yeah he has just like temporary injections and like saline injections iconic Mm -hmm. he has like a whole new constructed chin and like a brand new nose but it's all just (laughs) from like radius and like pro magnon (laughs) yeah so he and charlotte have like a hot night together like he sits down he's like oh but she's having and he's like good news and she's like i guess depends on how you look at it and she's like what brings you to town i don't see many men like you coming through here and he's like i have a big job like just had a long haul flight and like no he's like I have a big job and she's like is that all that's big and they just like smile and then the next time you see them it's like they're in uh, bed together it's post-coital and he's like I knew I liked you from the moment I saw your ankles because that's all that's showing because <laughs> she's still fully in like conservative, like Orthodox Jew mode to Charlotte. Okay. Wait. And so I think I know where you're going with this. So Brady, the next day they wake up and they're having like a post coital cuddle. And mm-hmm. then he's like, I really have to get going. Like uh have to report to the office, but like, you're amazing. Last night was amazing. And like, talk to you soon, babe. And she's like, he's like, do you have a business card? And she like hands him a business card. And he's like, the York style, huh? 
sounds pretty cool and like puts it in his pocket or whatever. And then yeah. he just like, like bounces. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then I think we need to get back on track where there's going to be a real showdown mm-hmm. between the girl bosses and the gays. And we need to get Carrie and Miranda to Israel. <laughs> yeah. They like Carrie all four Miranda. of the, girls, the bosses and the gays all have to be in the same room. Yeah. Maybe Brady finally texts Miranda and he's like boots on the ground or something like that. And then she's like, Oh my God. Like he did make it. He's not dead. Yeah. But he didn't send a selfie because she knows he doesn't, he hates what he looks like. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know that he's had this like extensive outpatient, non-invasive plastic surgery. Yeah. And maybe like, um, Maybe somewhere in towards the beginning of this movie and even when they're like talking in the Met Gala, like preparation, Charlotte mentions like that they're all going to take a girl's trip to Israel. Yeah. So like this would be the time. So Samantha was going to end up in Tel Aviv anyways. And like everyone was supposed to be flying to Tel Aviv at the same time. So Samantha, you think that her plane has crashed when she's flying to Tel Aviv, but maybe, maybe Carrie and Miranda and Brady all fly together and Brady takes over the plane and gets like facial injections and Charlotte, like in front of Carrie and Miranda and Miranda's like, this is really what's going to make you happy. And he's like, yes, mother. And like, like, it's going to change my life. And that's when they separate. Yeah. And so I think then Samantha thinks that they've all three died. So she's like alone. Yeah. And she's literally like, now I'm next. Like I'm she's truly like in a room full of die. gates. Like I've never felt more alone and oppressed. Yeah. And then Charlotte is like, hasn't maybe hasn't heard the news or, um, or no, she hears it, but it, she thinks it's just Samantha's. And maybe she, yeah, thinks, she thinks it's just Samantha. Maybe she even thinks that it's Samantha, Miranda, and Carrie. And doesn't know that Brittany's involved. Yeah. And so she he's thinks like that, like... Playing, he's like a double operative. Yeah. And, like... So the news is actually, like, New York City treasure, um, celebrated human rights lawyer and founder of Only Sam's. Only Sam's have like all died in a plane crash. Yeah. And that's when Charlotte gets the news and she's like, happy that Samantha has been taken out, but it's also like, I guess you have to crack a few eggs to make an omelet, like with her other two friends. But then you see how heartless Charlotte truly is. Yeah. And you realize that the other girls were planning this trip to make up for sex in the city too, because Mm -hmm. they wanted to go back to the middle East and do it right in a non-problematic way. That's like why this movie is like ultimately woke and also so stupid and useless because they think they can make up for those crimes. Yes. And so Brady saunters into this hotel and then he and Charlotte like have their moment. But what Charlotte doesn't know is that Carrie and Miranda have also checked into the hotel and they're like in their room. They're like fully. Have you seen Carol? Yeah. They're like fully like listening through the walls. Mm-hmm. And Miranda's like, "This is so disgusting." And Carrie's like, "Well, like I don't know. Like he wanted this. Like maybe this is who he is. Like Brady." Yeah, and the they basically have trafficked his life had sex with a woman. Yeah, they basically like trafficked Miranda's son 
to yes. like <laughs> yeah so everyone no one is blameless in this movie no one is blameless we're all the problem so Carrie and Miranda are basically using their death to then somehow surprise Charlotte, get it on audio that she is linked somehow to the only Sam's murder and like all these snuff films murdering like random dudes. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, text me. And she's like, text like Charlotte texts him. And he like convinces her to like go on a second date. And he like tells her to meet him somewhere. Yeah, maybe Charlotte, before he leaves, she's like, I've never met a man like you. Like, such a strong, secure, confident man with sex appeal radiating from his very soul. And then mm-hmm. he's like, and you never will. But meet me tonight, like, at so-and-so location. We cut, and it's like, India's, like, still trying to hack in. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a countdown, and the girl bosses are like, they don't know. So Brady goes, he gets in an SUV and goes to Samantha's, like, compound in Tel Aviv to, like, join forces with her and the gays to, like, take over and hack into, like, join India and then all of them join forces to hack in. She's, like, promising promising him a cut of the new, like, newly restored company yeah uh, he's negotiated miranda negotiated that on his behalf because like what yeah. brady really wants is an incel is like money hotness power he can finally get like real surgery and like buy a wife okay so this is all going on and they're like fully doing their like hack sneak in takeover while charlotte is gonna meet what she thinks she's gonna meet brady for like this romantic date he yeah he just goes by b yeah. Or he goes by Brad. He's like, it's Brad. He goes by Brad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> so Charlotte goes, is like waiting at a restaurant, but she's also, um, well, I guess she's celebrating because it's like now all she has to do is like sit back, relax and get fucked by Brad. I think Pam Greer gets a robot arm text and it's a file and it's a vi- another video of this anonymous woman like killing another guy and they're like she looks at him and she's like i know exactly who that is like that's a chief like israeli lobbyist and he's like he's part of the party that's like trying to win over the prime minister election against netanyahu this year and the audience is probably like what the fuck but at this point they're like okay and we see this woman and for the first time ever we see her face she takes off the wig and like the Carrie costume. It's Charlotte. She's been killing these men the entire time. Sneaking into different places and killing like high up political figures. And like sending videos to members of the Israeli government. Being like, I did it. And then like her biggest her biggest coup was killing that guy and then yeah. having it uploaded to only sam's to like send a really wide and powerful message of like don't fuck with israel yeah and like the real israel heads knew exactly what that video meant yeah and that video like as it's going to pam Grinch she's like we've got her and like they know that they have to go to tel aviv and find her um i think at the same time robot arm texts charlotte and she's like she's next and it's a picture of rose 
in a Carrie costume. Whoa. So there's like Rose has been killing as well. No, she's like, I'm going robot arm person is like, I'm going to force your daughter, your like teenage daughter into becoming next to you and becoming like a sexual assassin. Oh my God. And that's why Harry was like, not again in the earlier parts. And you like make that connection. You're like, fuck. Everything is on the line for sure. Okay. That was what they were talking about at the table. Yeah. Short haired -haired woman who was like heavily implied to be just lane was like, it was Gilane. Okay, that went even over my head. So I'm glad yeah, that we got, like, that was Gilane. Becoming, like, a childhood <laughs> sexual assassin slave. Yeah. And then and somehow... And so be, like, wrapped up and you're, like, everything compli- becomes more complicated for Charlotte. And the audience is, like, how the fuck are we supposed to feel? Yeah. And then Carrie makes the connection. She's, like, it all goes back to Epstein. It all goes back. So Charlotte's waiting at a restaurant for Brad, aka Brady, to show up. And then in walk Carrie and Miranda. And they sit down. And I think it's like a really crowded, like, or it's like a high class, like chic, like romantic, quiet restaurant where no one can make a scene. And then Charlotte is obviously shocked to see Carrie and Miranda there. And they sit down and they're like, here's what we're going to do. We're each going to have a Cosmo. We're going to cheers. We're going to say, I love you. Remember the good times. And then you have to come with us because like things have gone too far and enough is enough, Charlotte. And then Charlotte's like, does she give in? I think she's like, okay, like one last one for old Sear time. crack because like yeah. you, re- she gets another, like they all get a robot arm text and it's a picture of them from across the restaurant. And you're like, they look over, there's no one there. And you're like, someone is like pulling the strings even above us. And Pam Greer's like trying to call them. And she's like, I just got a text for a, a picture of you. Like, what's going on? What's going on? And it's like, the pictures are getting like increasingly weird. And I feel like they're about to reach a deal. Like, what do you think they start to talk about? Because yeah, I think Charlotte starts to like crack. She confesses everything to them. And then I think it's also she makes it really clear. That's when the audience can be really clear on like how all of this world is connected. Yeah, she explains it. Yeah, she explains everything. And that we can fill in the blanks on like at a later date. But just know that like even if you're confused right now, this moment of the movie will clear everything up for you and also absolve Charlotte of like her sins and then make her a more... um likable character and then also charlotte can be like i was recruited back in my like late teens and i've actually been doing assassin work this entire time and since you all have known me like yes you think of me as like buttoned up and like whatever but like really i'm like a high trained operative for the israeli government and like i've been i've been like doing their bidding and gaining my own power in the meantime. But things have gone too far. And like, yes, I was happy when I thought you guys were dead. But if I really dug deeper, I was really sad about it. And yeah, like, like, I fully did not want, I thought I was doing this so I could keep my daughters out of harm's way. And like, Just she's like, Lily because Lily is never on my social media and they like, don't 
they like no one ever counted her and she's now like she's made such a public platform that she could never be indoctrinated into this so like as yeah she's like yes she's a willful teen but that willfulness saved her from like a life of like sex and murder yeah but but rose rose is like rose is next and they're trying to find her and i need your help like you may hate me and that's totally understandable. Like I get it, but like, please don't, please don't let my daughter fall victim to the same lifestyle that I've fallen victim to. Yeah. And and then you like, they're like looking at her and like Carrie just goes, yikes. And like Miranda like swats her. (laughs) (laughs) And then you see their eyes like move up and then you go to the back of Charlotte's head and you just hear click. And there's like, Someone is loading a gun behind her head. Oh my God. And you go the arm. It's Samantha. And she's like crying. There's like mascara. She's like, how could you like my company? Like, so everyone has become like an anti-hero at this point. So, and they're in the middle of like a restaurant too. Yeah. So people are like screaming and stumbling, but Samantha's like kind of lost it. And she's like, she needs a hostage. Yeah. Like, so now she also, realizes i think she charlotte was the other girl boss board member but now that charlotte's in tel aviv with samantha samantha's going to not only has she gotten india and and brad to like reboot the at the system hack in and then like do take over the company but she's also kidnapping charlotte holding her hostage so that the other girl bosses will give her what she wants. Yeah. And you realize everyone in the restaurant, it's comprised. They're like all plants and it's the gay crew <gasps> and the girl bosses. Everyone is there. Yes. And everyone. Okay. So Samantha's like games up. Char, like, how could you do this to me? Like, I thought we were friends. I thought we were all friends. And then Carrie and Miranda are like, Samantha, don't like, we have to like, how about? And then you start seeing like girl bosses like stand up and like rip wigs off and be like and pull <laughs> right, guns out. Ripping. <laughs> yeah, there's so much wig ripping, and then they pull guns out, and so then it's like just a total standoff. Like yeah, one by one, everyone's whipping, ripping their wigs off and like pulling a gun out until everyone is like holding each other at gunpoint. Yeah, and like it's like West Side Story, like Harry Potter, just like factions, and Charlotte has like. It's like reservoir her, her, dogs where everyone like it's like she's it's like just in a, a chokehold. Samantha has yeah. her in a chokehold, and they're like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Like Pam Grier, you see, is like on the ground, like in a like Humvee, just like coming to the hotel. Like she's mm-hmm. in Israel, she's and like feeding, softly, she's like, "I'll her. be there." Yeah. yeah, and so all the like, yeah, so all the gays and all the girl bosses have their guns drawn and they're pointed at each other, and. And at that moment, like Brady, his, his injections start to like break down and he becomes like disfigured. He gets like, it's like one side is getting really puffy and bruised. Yeah. No, it's like, he it's has like an a allergic little... reaction to some yes. of his like injections. Yes. And so he like starts to crack too. And he's like, I'm never going to get what I want. So it becomes even more escalated because he starts to take over and his like incel rage mm-hmm. goes crazy everyone's holding everyone else at gunpoint yeah he's like getting hostage. angrier and angrier and samantha's like 
with one push of a button, like this company is my, like this company is ours. And she's like, screw it up and I'll kill one of yours. Like as girl bosses, like she's like, as like quote unquote feminist. Yeah, Yeah. Like don't, do you really want that to happen? Do you really want that to be your legacy? And then Marie Kondo, like, pulls a gun like she like she pulls a bazooka (laughs) she has like a tommy gun and she's like she like puts the bullets in and she's like thank you thank you (laughs) (laughs) and she's like folding them and like putting them in gently and she's like walking she like she takes a step towards samantha she like takes a step Mm -hmm. she's like don't don't and then like she fires like shots in the air Mm mm-hmm and so does Marie Kondo. And like Pam Greer's like finally gets in and she's like, she's been in this company longer than anyone. Like how you could never ever like bring her down without everyone else like being destroyed. And you just see like a robot arm emerge from the darkness. She's like, I've been in even longer and guess who it is. Who? Lexi Featherston. <laughs> From the third to last episode of the sixth season, who iconically falls out of a window to her seeming death. We all thought she was dead, but really, she just, she she literally just became a robot. Yeah, she became full AI. Yeah, and she is a vengeful girl boss robot. Yeah, and she is so furious at everyone for like letting her die and turning her whole life into a joke. What she had done actually, but she's so rich and well-connected. She uploaded her consciousness to the cloud. Like she's one of the first people ever to upload her consciousness to the cloud back in like 2003. And then after she died, like she had a long standing deal. Maybe she's like in with Elon Musk or whatever, like way back when, and like she the explains baby, all of the this. The baby is her like new body form that they're growing. Yeah, and maybe or maybe she's like my godson or something like that. Like, yeah, she literally steps out and then she's like, "You all thought I was dead," and then like explains her whole backstory. Yeah, and she re- you realize the audience realizes that if she dies, like, and if she dies at this point, only Sam's goes down because her brain is the server. Mm-hmm. So they're not even like. India and Brad at this point it's like if they do that they kill her so it's like what and they're so confused and the audience is like we fully thought this character was dead what the fuck is going on yeah and everyone at this point is like incredibly confused but like still on the edge of their seats because there's about to be like a gun showdown and at that moment like Brad emerges from the closet and he's like looking at himself and he like freaks the fuck out. Yeah, I and think he's, like even like Andy Cohen takes a look at him and he's like, "Ooh, honey, I think you've had a bad reaction to some fillers." Yeah, and he like goes off and he starts like ranting and like spouting incel nonsense and like someone tries to shoot him. And then someone like stops him like maybe I think someone shoots at Brady or, and then Miranda's like, "No!" and jumps in front of the bullet. Well, it, it bounces hits- off of it bounces off of Lexi's robot arm and lands in him. Wow. It goes okay. through Miranda and enters him and kills him. Wow. I think he's the first to die. 
And at this point, does this then start like the blood all out war? war. Yeah, all out war. Okay, great. So now there's like a shootout, true romance style where just like every like feathers are flying inexplicably. Like see, it's like Quentin Tarantino, like Inglorious Bastards style, where like all these real life characters like fictionally just like massacred like ryan murphy fully gets his head blown off (laughs) like you have like marie kondo being like this brings me joy as she like just like like (laughs) opens fire on everyone like slowly just people are being like taken out and like carrie's like crying and like kind of crawling on the ground like beneath all the fray of bullets and like maybe she crawls up to Miranda and she's like Miranda this is like a moment I think where Carrie can crawl up to every one of her girlfriends individually and I think also Stanford and Anthony are like there like they're part of the gay mafia that Samantha has like they're like fully like back to back like dual wheel just like circle pistoling everyone yeah like one of them like grabs like a dagger from his like pant leg and just like throws it (laughs) at someone else so Carrie like kind of like army crawls over to like Miranda and she's like, Miranda, I'm so sorry. Like we failed. And like, how did things get this bad? Like, I can't help but wonder, like, is this our fault? And then like, yeah. maybe Miranda's like, it's not our fault. Like the world is a fucked up place. And like, and then a bullet like takes her out. And then Carrie yeah, take, like, wait, take two out Miranda takes Miranda. Yeah. Like she's still <laughs> gasping for air. Cause she was hit by like a stray bullet that killed her son. But like yeah. she did at this point, like takes her final breath. Then Carrie is like crawls over to like Samantha, like Charlotte, and Samantha are like duking it out. And I think they're just doing hand to hand physical combat. Yeah. And I think there's like a huge, like slow-mo montage. And I think Charlotte seemingly kills Samantha. Yeah. I think she just grabs her in a chokehold and like lays her down. And she's like, I usually like it, but not like this. And she's mm-hmm. like, passes out. Yeah. And Carrie, Carrie crawls, like, oh, crawls over to some, yeah, to Charlotte. She's like cradling Samantha's like, head and she's like why like why are you why is this happening yeah and lexi has gotten out of her wheelchair and she's like she was six feet tall before now she's like fully like seven feet tall yeah she's seven foot tall like robot from hell and kristen johnson is gonna like she's gonna win an academy award for this <laughs> lexi featherstone robot lexi just like rips charlotte's head fully off <laughs> like grabs yeah. her by the hair and like rips her head off yeah. As Charlotte's head is being ripped off, like it's happened so fast that she's still like sentient and she's like she's like, Save Lily Carrie and then goes like yes, then yes, her body you're, like falls you're to the like, ground. You're so this is so good. You're like reading my mind this entire time. <laughs> Meanwhile, literally everyone is killing everyone and like Carrie grabs Marie's I think Carrie and that like Maria's down like she's dead but her tommy gun is still like there and carrie grabs a tommy gun and just like scream fires into lexi like from the ground she's yeah like, ah! and like and you realize the whole time there were no bullets and she was just imagining it mm-hmm. and so then lexi like i think she tries to like bring like a hand down on carrie but carrie like darts the right and then darts the left she like wraps one of her like hermes scarves like around lexi's arm and like rips one of her arms off yeah, and then uses it to beat Lexi to death. She uses it, and then, but Lexi, like, it it does, like, the very scream thing where she's dead, and she doesn't double tap her. Like, she doesn't really make sure she's dead. 
and then Lexi, they're like by a window and they're like high up. Like they're like Mm -hmm. 10 stories up. And she goes, she repeats her classic line and she goes, I'm so bored. You should die. And she grabs Carrie by the neck and throws her out of a window. A la her own death. No. As Carrie is like falling because you just see her like kind of fall out the window and it's like slow-mo. She like sends all of her data and files to Lily and it's like continue my legacy. She like sends everything because Lily is the future. Lily's back in America. She's like making a TikTok and like gets all this like data. She like gets like a Dropbox file and she's like, what? And like has everything. But you realize that Carrie doesn't die. She just gets like thrown into a pool. Okay. So she falls into it. So she sends her stuff to Lily and she's like, yeah tell them everything yes then yes she falls into a pool and you think that she's dead but then you get a moment where she goes <gasps> like comes out of the water and kind of like swims to the side and then yeah. we see i think we do a call back to the very beginning of the movie where you see the girl in like kind of the carrie bradshaw outfit being led through the like the back rooms and mm-hmm. you realize that that is Rose that's dressed like that being led into the back to like fully be inducted yeah. into like a life of like sex assassin. So, so Carrie's then, like running. She's like running. Carrie Bradshaw like, is running. running through a pile of dead gay bodies. <laughs> like <laughs> well, she's she, like, out of the that- pool and she's now like at the bottom floor of the hotel oh, yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to like get back into like she runs, I think, like, she runs into the banquet hall just as, like, she sees Rose being led out. And she, like, runs <gasps> back Wait, and, like, like, follows a them. Moment. So that moment yeah. at the beginning was happening as, oh, my yeah. God, this is, this is incredible, Laura. So she runs and runs and she's, like, you know, all wet hair or whatever. But it's, like, really working for her. Or maybe she, like, grabs a robe by the pool and, like, cinches it, like, with an Hermes belt. Like, she yeah. has, like, a a chic look like despite being she's like murdered. somehow still in heels and like bryce dallas howard like fully walked through a dinosaur forest so carrie bradshaw could like run full speed in heels exactly and then carrie like bursts through and she grabs like as they're about to like close the door and like she grabs rose and like runs out with her and in that moment Lexi has like um she's pushed a button to start self-destruct mode she's just gonna blow up everything because it's like she's Lexi why not and like everyone's dead and like it's horror and so she's gonna blow up the entire hotel and like blow up all the evidence of this yeah and like only Sam's is gonna go down yeah and so Carrie like she grabs rose like throws her on her back and like is running out of the hotel and heels as this like countdown is going on and you see basically this entire hotel like burst into explosive flames as carrie's like running out with rose on her back and they escape just in the nick of time and there's like a jeep outside and the only people in it are pam greer india Mm -hmm. moore and like sandra (laughs) oh (laughs) <laughs> and they're like get in and she throws rose into the back and like holds on and they like drive away as carrie just watches like the entire life she once knew like destroyed this full circle ending is like actually 
<laughs> transcendent. I had no idea because I love when the movies do that. And like, I feel like this, it makes automatically makes this movie Oscar worthy. We don't get enough of the face of Rose, like at the beginning or throughout the movie. We don't, we like, don't see her face. Yeah. We just haven't beginning. seen her face. Like we maybe know that she's a bit, maybe even Charlotte on her social media and like the York style or whatever, like, um, obscures her face like it's like with some people we know what she looks kids. like we know what she looks like so when she does turn around like when carrie is like hey and she like grabs her arm and she's like looking at a younger version of herself mm-hmm. we see Rose and we're just like the audience is like oh it's full circle yeah and so then they like drive off into the night and i think that that's just like the movie ends there like i don't i don't think you wrap it up it's just like wow this whole ring was exploded and like why was there so much violence and you're like i was entertained but i'm also like shaken to my core everyone is nominated for oscars this year and like Literally sex in the city has- three sweeps the oscars and like, is Netflix like sweeps yeah Catherine bigelow directs it so she uh-huh. wins best director and Wait, best who's picture the director of who's the like longtime director of the show Michael Patrick King. Yeah, he dies right before production starts. So they're like, what to do? (laughs) He dies. Just kill him. So. (laughs) Well, I think actually it could be even more meta if he is in like the powerful gay mafia. Like, so he appears as himself, but he agrees to not direct the show. That's amazing. That's feminism. Because he like knows that it's better if Catherine directs it like and they can get a bigger even bigger budget if they attach someone like Catherine as the that's director. crazy yeah she wins her second oscar for best director and it's really a movie about like do we like can't we just all fight on the same team like when we fight with each other it brings nothing but sadness violence and showdowns yeah and, and it's like, like we ultimately- need to like support each other because there's, like, not even, like, a straight man, aside from Smith, in this whole movie. No, like, we fully haven't talked, like, maybe Harry, but barely. Like, we didn't talk about Steve. We didn't talk about Aiden or Big. Like, they're all, they're not yeah. in the picture. They're not in the picture. It's more just about, like, it's, like, a commentary on, like, infighting within, like, yeah the female and like non-binary and LGBTQ community yeah, of realize- how we really need to all be supporting each other. And there's like, it's implied that every man of the main character who we see. So Smith, Steve Smith and Harry are bisexual. We just like slip the agenda in. Yeah. Smith is bisexual and he's just like part, he's always in with uh, Samantha's like gay mafia and he too dies at the end. For sure. Yeah. He like, fully becomes an ally and like comes out publicly as bi only to like mm-hmm. instantly be massacred. Yeah. And it's sad. I mean, it's fucked up and sad. I feel weird about this movie, but I think it's an important movie to make. What's the title of this movie, by the way? That was my next question. Yeah. Sex in the city three goddesses of war or something like that. So stupid. I just know that like tagline would be third times the charm. <laughs> The tagline that also has nothing to do with the plot or like anything that actually happened in the movie. Yeah, you're like, oh my god, third times the charm party, and then it's like people are getting killed, and then it's like truly like just like a violent fiesta. Yeah, that wait, barely makes sense. (laughs) Sex in the City three, the third wave. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, the third wave. Yeah. And then, like, third time's the charm. Yeah, third the time's tagline. the charm. Also, what I like about this movie is that it's very convoluted in the ways that it brings important subject matter, but everyone's yeah. too confused and, like, too scared of being canceled for saying that they don't like the movie. Also, they like, paid so much Netflix money that they just shut the fuck up and do it. Yeah, and so everyone does it, and then the movie, like, just sweeps everything, like, award season, everything, because everyone's like, it's so important. But then when you try and ask them why, they can't explain. So it's just no. better to, like, give it the awards and, like, let it go away. And therefore it becomes even more prestigious. I think yeah. this movie is the first Netflix movie to ever be added to the Criterion Collection. I was just about to say that. Sex <laughs> you the guys, City, so- the third wave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's also like three and a half hours long. <laughs> yeah, it's really like clocks in like a tight 340. Yeah, it's like longer than the Irishman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and even like, and like, I think all, even the men, like, like if esteemed male directors like Martin Scorsese and like Quentin Tarantino, they're like, this is my favorite movie of the year. Yeah, they're like, we love this movie so much. Like, everyone it finally proves that like female directors can direct a movie like a, i know i was yeah. gonna say earlier if if this is on netflix like dane dehan doesn't even have to or doesn't have to play brady it could fully be christian bale and like de-aging technology playing an incel yeah, I because mean, you know he would get skinny for all that. of it yeah amazing christian bale as samantha jones if in de-aging and like feminizing Honestly. Yeah. If Kim Cattrall turns it down, we're going immediately out to Christian Bale because you know and that he'll do the best job. He would. And Scarlett Johansson as Marie Kondo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood's favorite resident Asian actress. Yes. Noted Asian actress Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> noted nominee for Marriage Story Asian Queen. Oh, God. Bly, thank you so much for sharing this, like, fucking saga with the world. (laughs) My, like, crazy, intense, like, sweat fever dreams about, like, literally introducing Lexi Featherston back into the public consciousness. That was, I had no idea where you were going with Robot Arm, and I was excited to, like, find out. And I truly, I was just, I experienced the shock of the audience when it was... (laughs) turned out to I know, be I Lexi. wanted to get meta like just like the movie is where it's confusing and like you're as much along for the ride as the host of this podcast as mm-hmm. the listeners hopefully will be if they can make it through our like <laughs> insane ramblings about feminism and the like, gay plane cancelings yeah none of us know anything we're talking about and that's oh, a, another uh, important takeaway from this movie yeah like this becomes like both like academic study and like yeah. also like the new like 13 30 like dumb bitch like popcorn and face mask movie yeah everyone loves it it just like hits all four quadrants and beyond amazing it's taught in film school for like slavoy slavoy zizek like has a talk series about it absolutely um tell everyone where they can find you okay so i am on instagram pretty much every day i do not i'm not a comedian so unfortunately if anyone wants to book me for shows in like 34 years whenever coronavirus is stops rampaging the united states sure let's get that kicked mm-hmm. off but um i'm on instagram at blythe marks b-l-y-t-h-e-m-a-r-k-s like blythe dan or gwyneth paltrow's mom 
Yes. Remember that Hollywood gaze. Cause that's the only way that I can make sure they know. Cause if I say Blythe, California, no, no one knows. No, one, about it. no one's going to respond well to that. No. So go I to the number one Blythe. Yeah. I'm the number one. Also, please report. There's this Brazilian influencer with like 2 million followers. Her name is like Andrea, but her handle is Blythe. So if you can report her, I really want that handle. Yeah, I feel like this might make get you a step closer to getting it. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. This was a delight. And guys, until next time. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.